This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. This is Women in Leadership Podcast, featuring success insights from women around the globe. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. And welcome to another episode of Women in Leadership Podcast. This is episode 97, brought to you by Podcasting with Purpose, helping you to stand out, be heard, and become an influential voice in your industry with a podcast. I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross, the podcasting queen. My guest today, and I love this, she says, guess what day it is? one day. Now go and do that thing that you've been saying all along that you were going to do one day. Joining me on today's show is Shah Moore. Shah, she is a multi-international award-winning mentor, an author, an international keynote speaker and founder of YMAG. There is something powerful about Shah known as the Y Woman. Now her ability to help people move from a place of purposelessness to honing in on their why, helping them to step into their spotlight and true genius. She does that so incredibly well. She's an accomplished businesswoman with an extensive background in executive positions um, in the far and middle east and also an entrepreneur for more than 14 years and she has been the creative force behind many successful adventures and ventures. Now one of those being a leading personal development magazine on Australia newsstands called YMAG. Now on today's show Shah's going to share do you be the best version of you, not the person next to you. She's going to share, oh my G, find your why. She can't tell you how many people are alive, but just existing. And maybe that's something that you can relate to as well. She's going to talk about your network equals your net worth. And she's proved this time and time again. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Anne-Marie. Wow, what a wrap-up. <laughs> <laughs> Love having women such as yourself on the show because you've gone out there, you've done that, you've challenged the status quo, you continue to do that and really being a role model for many women. And as we said in your introduction, so many women have incredible ideas. They really feel um, in a call, if you will, to influence a certain area, but it's always one day when I'm ready, when I do this next course. And I love how you say today. One day it's here and now. Share a little bit about uh, just some of the ventures that, that we've explained in your in introduction and how that's impacting the world. Absolutely. Look, so I've always been someone that sees the moment and I think that any of us that have gone through any form of adversity and I'm yet to meet someone that's had the so-called perfect life uh, where nothing's gone wrong, right? That's yeah. just That just doesn't exist. Everyone has things and that's called life and it's fine. It's how we deal with it, of course. Mm -hmm. uh, and I guess every time that I've stepped up and through my own childhood story and uh, you know, I don't know if we'll have time to cover that today, but, but the, uh, you know, the situation and, and the circumstances, I guess I was testing when I came out of that environment and that situation, it really made me step up and go, wow, 
I can actually go out there and create a life I want that mm. I choose. So I went on this quest for life and that's where this whole one day thing came about because I started to have lots of conversations with women and I'd ask them, well, when are you going to go and do that amazing, that project sounds fantastic. Yes. And they'd say, one day, Shah, one day I'm going to go do it. I'm like, well, look at the calendar, you know, the only day we have is today. Yes. And I'm actually uh, going to be producing next year a calendar that sits on people's desks and instead of Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, the mum will be crossed out and it'll say one and the twos will be crossed out and it'll say one because I want people to really be aware that today is one day. Let's go do it. Mm, yeah. Uh, so look, I've opened spas in the desert of the Middle East uh, in, in residential areas in dead end streets where no one would find this because I knew in my gut and I guess my intuition told me that it was the right thing to do. And mm. you can imagine how many people said, don't do it. It's all about location. It won't work. No one's going to come. And ultimately, you've got to back yourself at some point. Yeah. And, and if you truly believe in your intuition and, and you know that this is your soul's fingerprint to make this bigger difference in the world, then you really need to back yourself and do it. Yeah, uh, so true. You know, there's, there's so many other things, but yeah I love that and I think what that's really confirmed to us is that so often we think we need to have everything in place we need to have all of the hows the whys the what's the what ifs but often it just starts with that seed of an idea and that gut feeling and, and often we question that don't we and then we go this full circle and 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 so often we go you know what if I'd only have done that months ago but for many of us the journey along that way, and I don't know if you've experienced that, but sometimes when we do step out and we do go against and we listen to what other people say, we do end up failing because it hasn't connected to who we are. And we're going to talk a bit more in a moment about do you. But what that can often do with women, it shatters our self-confidence and our belief. And then often will have us playing small or not at all because of the fact that we don't trust ourselves when we really should have trust our intuition. Is that something that you see with a lot of women that you've spoken to uh, as well? All the time. And I speak on stages all over the world. I, I'm, I'm blessed to be one of P&O's uh, cruise ship speakers. And, mm. and, you know, you get people away on a holiday, on a cruise, they're, they're quite vulnerable, their guards down, they've disconnected from technology and then they can actually be with themselves. And when I speak about, you know, smashing through your glass ceiling or are you living or existing it really challenges them mm. and often they'll say you know I wish I hadn't listened to so-and-so and I I wish I'd just gone and I wish and I wish and I wish and I I just I feel so sorry for them because you know you've got to understand Anne-Marie and I know you know this but if you're listening to this podcast and you've got an idea that mm. is just eating through your skin like you, you you're up at two o'clock in the morning that's when my magazine why mag idea came to me six mm. seven years ago at two in the morning you know when it's coming to you you've got to understand this the idea has come to you because you are the one to deliver it to the world yes and if you don't deliver it to the world that idea can get planted in anyone else's mind at two in the morning but yours mm -hmm. so of course you're going to get objection and reactions from people that love you often they're doing it from a place of protection they do want to to oh no 
gosh, I don't open a spa in a dead end street in the residential area where there's hardly anything here. No one's going to come, you know. The expat women are just not going to spend their money on this, you know. They're trying mm. to protect you. Some are trying to pull you down and hurt you, and I had that. Mm. But some are trying to protect you. They didn't want me to fail, whatever that is. I'm not sure. Failure is great, by the way. Yes. Just on that F word. I love the F bomb because um, it means that you got out of been tried mm-hmm. and I don't believe in the f word as such I believe it's a great lesson what did I learn what can I do different and yeah. how do I go about it again it doesn't mean that's it I'm done I'm never going to try yes um, <clears throat> so you know just if you have that idea it's it's tapping into what I call your soul's fingerprint mm-hmm. everyone has a fingerprint which is unique let's take it another level a deeper level every one of us are unique you have your way of doing things I have my way and every one of us have our own fingerprint but our soul's fingerprint is even deeper again Mm -hmm. it's the absolute bigger footprint difference that we're here to make and if we don't stamp our soul's fingerprint on everything as we go live we try and emulate oh i heard Marie on a show i heard shah on a show i must stand i must talk like oprah no No. we're all meant to just stamp our own soul's fingerprint because that's the only thing that separates us which ultimately I call in my language your why. Yeah, absolutely. Why are you here? It's your difference. Yeah, so, so true. Something else that I often will find too, for for a certain select group of people, and often these are the people that are attracted to us, we are changing various thought patterns within a lot of industries. So we're challenging the status quo. We're starting new things, innovations. Now, along with that comes a level of boldness and courage that's required because of the fact that we're doing something quite new. So often as women, what we, what I see, and I see this sometimes with my colleagues and even friends, they'll ask 10 different people and they'll keep asking till they kind of get the feedback that they want. But in the meantime, it's really watered down the initial thought that we had to step, you know, to step up and share whatever it is that we feel. And so I think what's really important to realize that it may take a little bit longer. A lot of people won't, won't necessarily understand you, but when you start to make an impact, that is when people, oh, this is so wonderful all of a sudden people come out of the world have you found that true too so really don't listen to the bs that's people because once you start to do it then you'll have all these people who initially naysayers who didn't say anything come forward and go yeah that's wonderful i always knew that you would you know that that would be a success Oh my gosh, that is so spot on, Anne-Marie. I had that in the spa as well. I was walking my daughter into kindergarten and uh, I used to have groups of ladies, uh, expatriate ladies standing under the trees going, pointing at me and going, there's that silly woman that's not spending her husband's tax-free income. She's doing all this hard work to open a spa no one's going to come to. Of course, when it opened, oh, Sha, you know, best friend, it's my birthday. Can I? And even with the magazine, you know, we were a digital, YMAG was a digital publication for nearly five years. Mm. And everything was going digital, all the print, clo- you know, a lot of print places were closing. And, oh, no, it's all digital, digital. Well, I took our magazine from digital to print. Yes. I went against the trend because there's a huge growing uh, uh, readership section mm-hmm. of women our age. Mm. We're tactile. We're old school. We want to hold a beautiful magazine. It's got a really nice smell. That might be yeah. a bit weird, but it's just that really nice smell and feel and it's luxurious and heavy paper. It's like a book. Mm. And I had people saying, are you crazy? Haven't you heard Prince dead? Mm. All these places are closing. And, you, and they were all going digital and online. And I said to myself in my own, I didn't say it to them, but I said, these were people in the industry and I just thought to myself but don't you see Mm. my point of difference will be a print magazine turning up in a letterbox 
rather than a ping on her phone saying you've got mail yes and they didn't see you know print is now the new black what's the thing that's going to disrupt they all talk about disrupting an industry disrupting an industry is when a beautiful coffee table style magazine turns up four times a year in your letterbox Mm -hmm. that's your official time out you get to send yourself to naughty corner sit there with a glass of wine or a cup of tea and read something that's going to make you feel good with everyday people yes and so you know if i'd listened YMAG wouldn't have been on the newsstands for more than a year. We wouldn't mm. be sold in airports. We wouldn't be sold all over Australia. We wouldn't have just won our award the other day um, for Osmondpreneur, you know. So yeah. don't listen. If you know, and I knew in my soul it was right. I knew that women deserve more mm-hmm. than the gossip rubbish on newsstands. So don't listen. If someone's pulling you down, I suggest you find a mentor. Everyone mm-hmm. needs a mentor or coach to, to see what they you know, they can't believe in how to do things themselves first and then find someone who can sew into you because it's been the absolute difference to me all the way through. Yeah, some really key points there, I think, and often it's going against the grain. And, and we've heard that saying before, when everyone's zigging, you zag. And when they zag, you zig. And I think as change makers and, and innovators or people who really want to cut through the noise, we need to be mindful of that and not rush in fact what i will often observe as well so if everyone's rushing to something i'll either go the other way rush the other way or i'll look at what are they doing and how can we do that differently and when you find that uniqueness and this speaks beautifully into do you be the best version of you because we are very much uh that in our businesses and 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 that impacts our core values in our business too that is really what's going to help you shine from everybody else and not just be a carbon copy of what what we're seeing very much infiltrating the market. So let's talk about do you. I think the biggest gift anyone can give themselves other than enhancing their self-awareness and and who they are is giving themselves permission to just be them, yes? Absolutely, absolutely, 100%. And, And I would even go a little bit further to say you are more than enough. Mm. You know, when, when people say, uh, why don't you just be yourself? It's not just, it's not like you're reducing yourself to just, oh, don't just be me. Mm. I am amazing. You are amazing. Everyone listening is amazing when they do themselves. Where people yeah. come undone, and again, you'd see this all the time like I do, and I get off a stage and I have people come up saying, I've been trying so hard to be like so-and-so. And I said, darling, that's the problem. Mm. You're trying so hard to be someone else when all, all of us ever want is for you to be the amazing you. Yes. That's the best version every day. Like I'm a little bit sick today, so my voice isn't right, but I'm being the best version of myself today mm-hmm. that I can be. And tomorrow, whatever I learn from today and this amazing conversation and what I learned from you, Tomorrow I'll wake up and I'll be a better version of myself than I was today. That's all we need to do. Take the pressure off yourself of trying to emulate or be anyone else because Mm -hmm. if you were meant to be them, guess what? You would have been born as them. Yeah, absolutely. you know, I got off stage a few years ago and, and it was a beautiful compliment. And, you know, if she happens to be listening, I love her for it and I thanked her so much for it. But I, I actually said to her, she said, Shah, you're the next Oprah. And she mm. said, you're Shapra. And I said, oh, my God, gorgeous, you are so beautiful. Thank you for saying that. I know the place you're coming from, but can I give you a little bit of advice and uh, feedback on your comment? It will be too much pressure for me. One, she isn't past. She's still here. She's still amazing. And two, that would be so much pressure for me to try and be someone I don't know. Mm. No one knows anyone. Everyone sees what on on so-called fake book. Mm. We see what we 
want to see on Facebook, we don't actually see the real person because no one ever shares what's actually going on in their life. They see, you know, status elevating. So we all share the good stuff. So you try and emulate someone like that. You're like, hang on a minute. That's not even them. I've met people in, in the flesh at the Osmopreneur the other day and mm. they're incredible people. They share things personally. I'm like, wow, I had no idea. So yeah. you can't emulate someone you don't actually know. No one knows your deep, deepest, darkest thoughts and, and what this, you know, the monkey brain and, and the itty bitty sh committee that sits on our shoulder <laughs> and tells us all these negative things all day. Yeah. So don't be the next Oprah, be, be the first you. That yes. was my point. Yeah, so, so true. Something else that I find um, that many people do too, and this is uh, relating to a conversation I had recently, and you would understand this being you know, on multiple stages yourself. She said often what people do is we'll go to a certain training and we will emulate often the trainer. We'll learn the system and the formula or so, but we forget to implement or integrate who we are. And so all of a sudden, you have multiple speakers and it sounds and, and looks like exactly a carbon copy of everyone else. What would you say then to someone, because it can be a little bit daunting if they have been trying to emulate and say, okay, I really need to, to, to embrace who I am. It can be daunting because of that, you know, that inner chatter. What would be one insight that you've said, and maybe that has been, you know, shared to you many, many decades ago, which has empowered you, that just, you know, to say, just give yourself permission to start exploring some of those unique qualities and share that. Because here's the thing that often will happen. When we start to share more about who we are, it does show the vulnerability. And there are some people in our community which may not take to that very well. And so we get criticism and all of that, which again can cause us to, to want to hide out as well. So look, there's a few points and a few ways to answer that. The first thing I'd say is uh, when you go to any training, you listen to this show or any podcast show, any form of information from anyone who's sharing, take what's right that feels right for you and, and send the rest away with love but always personalise it. So you might take something out of today's call or someone else you've interviewed, but then you need to Anne-Marianise it. Mm. I listen to something and I need to Sharonise it. So you need to then personalise it so that it fits with you because, you know, I have people say, oh, Shara, I just want to be like you. I'm like, honey, you don't. You have no mm. idea the, the, the itty-bitty committee I have on my shoulder and the things I struggle with every day and how crazy and how many, I'm a creator and I have 15 projects. You don't want to be me, trust mm. me. It's a compliment. Don't do that because by saying you want to be someone else, you're putting them on a pedestal which no one should ever be. All of us are equal mm -hmm. and we've all got to the stages of our lives because of great mistakes and great lessons and, uh, and great wins along the way as well. But that's our journey. And when you put someone else on a pedestal, gorgeous, what are you doing to yourself? Mm -hmm. You've just put yourself down to put someone else up. And I guarantee you, hand on heart, everyone who I've never known who's put someone on a pedestal who's then rung me upset going, oh, my God, they let me down. Yes, honey, mm. because they're human. They will let you down. They're not doing it intentionally, but everyone makes mistakes. So if you don't put them on a pedestal, there's nowhere for them to fall, but also you didn't put yourself down in the process. So personalise it and take it. Take what feels right for you at the time. The other thing I was going to share is that it's so important and, you know, in nearly 15 years of business now, uh, I've, I've now worked out my formula, I guess, is um, your circle of six. These mm. are six people that you need to be surrounded with at any given time and <clears throat> I don't have time to go through them all, but essentially it's, you know, your supporter, your raving fan, your nuts and bolts person, your rock, your cynic. We need all of these people and 
if there's when you step up so I guess the best way to share it is when you step up and start to really shine your light and, and share your soul fingerprint the brighter you shine the mm. darker the corners so when you shine bright, you're going to have people go, oh, who does she think she is? I get this all the time, Anne-Marie, and, and I'm not sure if you do, but, you know, we won another award on Friday night in Melbourne for Queensland Business Excellence for the magazine, and, and it's a team award, right? Yeah. But, you know, I have some people going, oh, Shah, why do you always have to post all your wins? I'm like, honey, because I work 80 hours a week and mm. our team work around the clock to produce this magazine, and it's really important that our readers and advertisers know that we're moving forward. Yeah. It's a jealousy thing. So then it's just really easy to kind of defriend someone yeah. on social media because you don't need people like that around you. If I don't have people going, Shara, I know how hard you work and I know how passionate you are about producing this magazine to empower women, congratulations. I'll mm. defriend them. Yeah. Don't be scared to, to put some arm's length between you and some people in your life while you're growing. Mm. The other key thing is you need your circle of six. Constantly change those people as they shift to different roles or shift out of the circle it doesn't mean you have to defriend them as such but just don't communicate everything if you have this crazy 2am idea find a crazy mentor like me or you or whoever else is out there that will go I get it now let's put the systems and strategies behind it Mm -hmm. to make it potential and get it out there find someone who believes in that Mm -hmm. that can sit in the helicopter and help you Um, but ultimately if it doesn't feel right and comfortable and you're trying to be someone you're not it's never going to work um, you know, I'm Indian by birth and uh, I've got my whole my childhood story, which again, we won't have time for. But, you know, when I'm on stage and I crack into my Indian accent, you know, mm. someone comes up and tries to emulate. They can't do that. That's not them. It doesn't feel right. Why would they do that? It's crazy. Yeah, yeah. You know, I barely do it. So mm. um, you've just got to do you. Like, yeah. just why wouldn't you just rock the socks off you? Because you're amazing. Yeah. I think once you get to that level and you're just okay uh, with who you are, not just okay, you recognise, and we, we know this is not in an arrogant way, but in a real confident way, we shine and we can empower others to do likewise. And I've come to realise, and I know you do too, that when people comment, it's not a reflection on you, but rather a reflection on where they're at. And I often will say, that's an interesting comment, because it is. I find it really interesting. <laughs> but I think, well, I haven't got time to deep down, you know, deep deep dive into why you're thinking that but I just refused to own that you know it's that that stuff's on you and uh, that's that's a great reminder I love everything that you've shared so important so you talk about OMG find your why you've met many people who are alive but just existing what are some things that we need to identify so that that'll help us to truly live Look, it's, it's, it's really sad, Anne-Marie, actually. You know, I, as I said, I meet a lot of people and, you know, if they're still talking to me, clearly they're alive, but they're not living. Mm. And there is a huge difference. And people think, oh, Shah, but isn't this life? No, they're just existing, which means they're just coping. They're just getting by. That could be financially, emotionally. Uh, it, it, it's one of those places they get themselves to and, it's only when something in their life happens to them or someone around them that they literally get snapped out of going, oh, my gosh. Mm. Like, how did I get here? Often it could have been they fell into a career because it was the shortest line at university to sign up to and they got graduated in it. They went, oh, I better go do this 50 years. Um, mm. Or, you know, it could be a family pass on business. I'm not sure. But they do. They stop there and they just get on this treadmill. So we start off as women 
you know, it, it's all about us. We get engaged and we get married and the spotlight's right on us and we're at the top of the ladder. And then the birth of the first baby and people walk into the, the delivery room and they look straight at the child. I'm like, hello, you know, person who delivered here. We start to become invisible. Kids grow up, then, you know, we get married in the house and all the rest of it. And further and further down the scale, Oh, and we become the burnt top syndrome, mm. and you know we, we shop the food and clear everything and be, create a beautiful dinner and set the table and we burn one chop and guess who gets it? We do, because we've just got to this stage where we feel clearly we deserve it because mm. clearly we you know we should have got everything right and shouldn't have asked the kids and husbands and so on to help. Um, and we put ourselves there and then we go through the whole motions and we rinse and repeat. We do the same thing Monday, Friday, rinse mm. and repeat on a weekend, shop, wash, go to the, cook, clean, blah, blah, blah. And we go and do it again for 40, 50 years. Mm. That's what I mean about existing. So how do we get through that? You really need to press pause on your treadmill of life and just go, oh, hold the phone. This no longer serves me. Actually, it is my life. I am allowed to have some joy. And then you start to ask yourself some questions like, mm. When is the last time I did something where time just literally sped away from me and I looked at the watch and go, oh, my gosh, mm. it's four hours later. What was it that brought you so much joy? How do you look at doing that more on purpose? Mm -hmm. How could you potentially commercialise that uh, so that it became your business so whatever you're doing during the day, if you don't love it, then how do you do that and make money from it? And there is always a way. I had one client who loved calamari. And we created this whole calamari adventures and she wow. could then travel rating calamari in restaurants and get paid for it. So don't tell me that you can't find a way to make money <laughs> off what you love. You so can. You just need a creative mentor. Um, <clears throat> so look at things like that. Mm. Ask yourself when's the last time you uh, did something that made a difference. So when you say, so one of the things I ask people in my courses and, and when I'm on stage is, if there was a natural disaster in your local area, so you would have known a lot of people in the community, mm. there's a local disaster and you get called to the school and there's a line and you go to the table and the lady says, I am Marie, oh my gosh, there's this disaster. What is the thing that you're so good at that you can help us all with now? Like you need mm. to front up with your best skill set. There's no time for ego, literally it's life or death. And you go, oh my God, an amazing organiser, I'm an amazing cook. Let me get in the kitchen and make these poor people some food. Mm. You would just, your ego would shift. You'd no longer be like, oh, do you know what? I'm really good in the kitchen. It wouldn't be about you or your ego. There's no time for that. Mm. So it allows you to show up and go, you know what? I'm an amazing organiser of events. Let me put together all the bedding and the sheets and I'll organise all the inventory and whatever. And that starts to make you think, well, if you were to do that in that situation, would it bring you joy? Absolutely. Mm. How do you then start to look at doing that more on purpose and potentially commercialising it? So it comes back to, like they say on the plane, put your oxygen mask on first before mm. you help others. At what point in our life did we make ourselves last on the list? Yes. It's time to put your oxygen mask on first. Ask yourself these questions. Check in. Find someone who can help you, books, shows, mentors, whatever, mm -hmm. and go out there and make you number one yes. and your own hero in your own life. Yeah, so, so true. Great, great insights there. Something else that I know that you speak into and something so very important, particularly for women in leadership, whether they're in, they're in corporate or in business, and this is the fact that our network equals our net worth. And a lot of the feedback that I've had from women across both spectres, you know, sort of, or, or spectrums across the corporate and business, one of the key areas that they often see when they compare men and women is men do networking really well. They schedule that in their day and they may be down in golf or wherever, you know, men tend to hang out. 
women head down, bum up, working hard, then back home. And, and really the networking is not something that they do throughout their course of their career until they need that, okay, I need to go to networking because I've, I've heard that it's a great way to build business or I need network because my job is coming to the, to an end. So what are some things that you see happening in, in that space too with women? And what are some key things we need to start doing with our networks so that we can build a, a strong net worth because of the connections we're building? 100%, well, first thing is start to ask questions. Uh, women see it as a sign of weakness, unfortunately, to ask for help. And we all need help to grow. And we don't know what we don't know. If we did, we'd already be at whatever our definition of success is. And everyone's definition of success is different. Yeah. And often, you know, interviewing people on a show I ran years ago, success for them was had nothing to do with money. Yeah. So ask questions, ask for help, ask who knows who, ask how do I move forward. When you go networking, again, women unfortunately walk into a room and they automatically feel they're going to be judged by the other women in the room. What if they mm. notice that my stocking's got a ladder? What if they notice there's one tiny stone missing out of these, these mm. earrings I bought at a cheap shop? You know, we always draw the light to ourselves. So we mm. need to stop doing that because every other woman, I guarantee you, is worried about what's wrong with them at that moment. When you walk into the room, they're not even looking at you. Mm. So ask questions. I, I created an icebreaker seven years ago, and that's how I actually originally got dubbed the Y woman yeah. is... As, an, as a child introvert, you know, being engaged at 11 and, and, and in this whole situation, I was 15 and all the rest made me very quiet, shy and timid. So for me to walk into a room and network was just so, oh, never going to happen. Mm. But then I thought, what if I didn't make it about me? What if I made it about them? So I walked into a room and say, oh, hi, Anne-Marie, my name's Sharp. Why do you do what you do? Mm. And all of a sudden it put all the emphasis back on, on you and you're like, She's in my knicker store. I don't even know this woman. And she's asking in my soul's face. And uh, it takes people out of their head into their heart. So what question could you ask? Mm. The thing with your network equaling your net worth, a lot of people say, Shah, I wouldn't even know how to start. How do I find this person? You know, where would I find my next client? I'm like, have you asked in your network? Oh, no. Have you asked your neighbor? Oh, no. Why? Your network is your net worth potentially and there is a funny story which i won't share now but literally someone's next door neighbor neighbor's son was the ceo of the company this lady was trying to get her brand into and over a barbecue a few weeks later the whole deal got done which was multi-million wow. literally your network equals your net worth but you're, you're, you're looking outside of your own tribe now you've built your colony over many 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 years through mm. social media linkedin databases events and then when you need something, you go outside to cold strangers who don't know you from a bar of soap and you're wondering why are you getting rejected? So foster relationships, ask others about their why, care about them. Mm. You and I would both get many, many LinkedIn requests and they're just the cold, candid, I would like to add you to my professional network and I'm not interested. Mm. They don't even take the time to find out one thing about me. Um, I'm very vocal on social media, not compliment on anything how valuable in my network are they actually going to be? Yes. So take the time to look up someone's profile and pick one thing. Oh, my God, Shah, it's amazing you've got this magazine or you did this or one thing, anything, and then add that into your personal note. Mm. If you take the time to build your network, like you, my, my network is quite vast and mm. I can tap into it when I need some help with something or a connection or and I can give back to it because it's something I've sewn into. So yeah. don't be shy. It doesn't matter about the size, please. I, I hear people say, oh, I have 100,000, you know, I'm an influencer, but you might have 0% engagement. Yes. So please don't look at the 
numbers. Please look at the quality of the connections and engagement. Micro-influencers and macro-influencers are actually way better yes. uh, because they've got engagement and comments and likes and, and people talking to them. Mm. So uh, just to be mindful which networks you tap into and make sure they truly align with your target audience. Yes, so, so true. And one of the things that I love about what we've been talking uh, around the whole show that's relative to, to networks, so many of the t tools and technologies, which are fantastic that we have, you know, at our fingertips now to help us grow our businesses and, and you know, if we're in corporate, we need to be mindful that when we're talking about our network, we are talking about individual people, it's relationships. So all is auto automated this and automated that, bring it back to relationships because so many people are trying to automate relationships. Imagine if you actually had a conversation, picked up the phone. I mean, one of my colleagues who was a gentleman, he loves picking up the phone. People would often fall off their chair. Oh, I can't believe you're ringing me. You know, they were surprised <laughs> because so many people don't do that anymore. But it's all, as you say, it's those little micro steps. It's the thank yous. It's the sharing of resources that you know is going to be available. And every single time you continue to do that, as I love the way, the term that you've said, you're seeding into your network. And let's face it, when we're asked something, oh, do you have a recommendation for this or, or that, we're more than happy to obligate and to, to help, um, you know, if there's someone that we know has been um, interacting and, and supportive as well. We'll do our utmost, I think, to be able to help them no matter what. And so often we're afraid, as you say, to ask because we're scared that someone's going to say no and we don't want to get rejected and all that kind of stuff. They'd say no because they can't help you and that is okay, move on. Absolutely. And no is sometimes amazing because yeah. it may it obviously wasn't the right fit for them yeah. or you and it brings you closer to a yes. So, you know, in the magazine space, advertising can be a hard gear. Yeah. We're very lucky because we've got such a niche product and limited mm. space, but still we get our nose and we're like, that's okay. And then mm. six months later they go, you take it personally. Well, you shouldn't. Yeah. Six months later they go, I'm ready now. And you're like, oh, it had nothing to do with me and the brand and whatever. So just get over yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah, that's People <laughs> make it all about them so much. It's not. No. It's okay. It's all good. Just keep going. It is know? all Plug good. In and keep yes. going. Remember your why. Your why has to be bigger than all of those fears. Mm. If, if, it, if it isn't, it's not your why. Mm. People say, oh, Sha, my why is my family. No, I'm sorry, it's not. Mm. I'm, I'm happy that you're, you're a, an amazing mum or dad and you've got a great family and you're doing this to your kids. That, that's, that's not your why. You weren't born to be your kids. You were born mm. for you mm. and your soul's fingerprint is still waiting to come out. So that's great. I'm a good mum as well. I believe I am, um, you know, and yeah. wife and all the rest of it. But that's not my why. Mm. So, you know, you really need to, to, to do the work to find out your soul's fingerprint because I promise you the last seven years it's been incredibly clear for me and that's been mm. the best seven years of my business. Mm. I love that. So let's share a little bit more. People have been watching and listening um, and I'm sure they want to connect with you. What's the best way for them to do that, Shah? Oh, look, they can find me anywhere on social media under Shah Moore. My website is shahmore.com.au. The magazine is the letter Y, Y-M-A-G.com.au. We're all over Instagram and Facebook as well. But, you know, we'd love people to, to support the magazine because it means that we can stay on newsstands and we are all about uplifting and empowering. You won't see any celebrities. You won't see any gossip. We don't tell you too fat or too skinny and there's no sucking this and putting it anywhere, uh, you know, to fill up any lips, bones, cheeks, whatever. So it's real people doing amazing things and a lot of best kept secret brands that, 
that are our advertising partners, which which know they still know their why, and that's why yeah. we feature them. So yeah, uh, yeah please connect with me. I'd love to hear one takeaway that you got out of this podcast because that's always important to take one thing from everything that you you've mm-hmm. been listening with. Yeah, fabulous. And of course, we'll put all of the links on our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash WIL97. Thank you so very much for coming on the show, Shah. I knew it was going to be a jam packed full of insights <laughs> and inspiration and empowerment, uh, insights and strategies. And uh, you certainly uh, delivered and, and then some. So thanks once again. It's an honor to have I'm you on so the show. That you had me on, Anne Marie. <laughs> Thank you so much for, for having me on the show. You've been listening to Women in Leadership Podcast, brought to you by podcastingwithpurpose.com. Stand out, be heard, influence. Want to influence real change with your own podcast? Access our free podcast training, including our no-cost and low-cost tools and podcast production workflow checklist to get you started at www.podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini training. That's podcastingwithpurpose.com forward slash mini trading. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.